Hey there, and welcome to the daily podcast where wisdom smacks us with kisses or love taps. I'm Michelle Spiva, a wisdom strengthening coach, your host, and practical priestess of wisdom. Join us daily to gain wisdom and mental strength as we tackle innovative thinking, address emotional and behavioral life traps, and yes, provide you with some practical how-tos to wrap it all up. So settle in or crank up the speed 2x, whatever gets your mental processes firing as we dive in. Stay tuned. Hey there, it's Michelle Spiva, your Practical Priestess of Wisdom with today's podcast of Wisdom Smack. Join me on the flip because today I'm going to be throwing back the curtain and sharing with you a framework that I have successfully used to help thousands of people with how to achieve things that they want out of life. And so I've got seven stages that I'm going to talk with you about and how to unlock each one, what's required, and give you some wisdom smacks and insights so that you can go through and develop your own framework of how to navigate the things that it is that you want to achieve. So stick with me. So as we go through this battle-tested framework to help you get past the myth of achievement, I'll see you on the flip. Hey, let's go on and get started. Today, we're talking about the myth of achievement. Now, I am not saying that there is no no such thing as achievement, but what I am saying is that there is a myth out there that says that once you have achieved something, that you've done something. And no, 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 no. Wisdom has a different slant on that for you, especially today. So what we're getting at is that achievement, once you've achieved something, a goal is the start of your journey, not its end. So let's go on and get started. Now, what I've done is, is I have taken um, a framework that I have taught a lot of times to writing students over the years, and it pertains to this myth of achievement when students are trying to get their books launched, their careers launched, find their, their people who love them. But today, I am moving that framework over into everyday life because here, On Wisdom Smack, we talk about you getting your life, individual wisdom to help you to strengthen your ability to be wise, to strengthen your mental abilities. And heck, my goal is to turn you into one of the best everyday wizards around. Did y'all realize that, you know, when you are a wise person, you are actually a wizard. So wizards are really real. Okay. So let me go on and tell you the seven stages. And then what we're going to do is we're going to work through each one of them so that you get a feel for what we're talking about when it comes to the idea of what to do with achievement. So my my seven stages as told by Michelle are stage one is acquisition. Stage two is maintenance. Stage three is growth. Stage four, the wall. And then new level, new devil. Stage five is that rare air. Stage six is new rules. 
And then stage seven, if we're blessed to get there, is Titan territory. All right. So when I was putting this together today, I was reminded of achievements that have mythological proportions that, I mean, I fight with all the time. Uh, And maybe you'll be able to understand. So I want to start this by saying this big epiphany I had with uh, weight loss. Mm -hmm. See, the myth of achievement for me and for others with weight loss was once I lose the weight, I have arrived. I have achieved. Only to find out that once you get to your goal weight, oh my gosh, that's really just the beginning. There are different things that happen for you to be able to have a net loss that is equivalent to your goal that you wanted, which is another uh, everyday way of explaining how achievement and wh- how we think about it is really a myth. You see, when you're, uh, when I, let me own that, when I'm uh, attempting to get to a, a goal weight, losing the weight of where I was to where I want to be is just one stage. That's kind of like the pre-work if you really think about it. Because after you get, I get to the goal weight, then there is the maintenance. And maintenance is going to be battle, 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 battle. And the reason why it's battle is because there are plateaus, there's homostasis, there are uh, hormonals uh, with the ghrelin and the leptin uh, uh, that you have to deal with, with the hunger and the satiation and retraining the body and the body is fighting you. And I'm going to tell you, if you have ever, 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 ever hit a goal weight and gotten to the maintenance stage, your body becomes so freaking strategic and uh, excellent at at its execution to try to get you to put the weight back on. I feel like the only way I'm going to not be able to do this is to, you know, lock myself up, kind of like a person that, you know, you remember the werewolf thing where, you know, lock, lock me up so I can't get out during the full moon. That's how it feels because it's really hard. And so now I'm going to be, I'm going I'm to just be real, real. When it comes to the weight stuff, that maintenance, oh my gosh, I, yeah, I'm still trying to get back into it because every time I get there, I get knocked down and knocked back out, but I'm not giving up, not giving up. But I hear tell, <laughs> y'all see how I did that. I hear tell that after you, you survive the battles, S battles of the war of maintenance, then you move into the new level of, uh, uh, of, uh, life style of this is your new life. Uh, because then the, the old habits, uh, can come back. So this is actually kind of where if there are any addictive behaviors that happen, they can kind of like come back if unchecked. So you, you have to, deal with it in in that way. And so y'all, thank you for letting me, you know, just be real, real with y'all on my introduction of this myth of achievement. And so our introduction is over. Let me move on to the nitty gritty. So when I was uh, going through a, a, not recent, it was a few years ago, I wanted to learn or 
step my game up on being able to tell better story, being able to get more people to understand what I was trying to say, you know, up, update my skills. I took this uh, class in this book on gamification, and there was an area in it where it talked about how the designer, the game designer, uh, must be able to move people through achievement levels. And when I was learning about achievement levels, it talked about the concept. Now, they didn't use this word, this wording, but I'm going to use it, you know, for sake of helping us to set our foundation for today. When they talked about um, getting a person to move through the achievement levels, they said that you want to make people have a value for the the levels, meaning they want to um, get to these levels. And so the way to do that is to, now this is my wording, is to unlock our innate ability to appreciate what we suffer for and through and sacrifice. So when you look at people who love to gain, you'll notice that when they tell you they've gotten to a certain level, people in the know for that game are immediately like, oh, wow. And it's because inherently People who play the game know the cost of time, of diligence, consistency, and perseverance it took to get to those different levels. And so because of that, uh, the gamers for that particular game have done their job. Now, I am not going to say that any achievement you have is a game, but I will say that you do yourself a great justice and a shortcut if you can frame what it is you're trying to achieve and maintain and have by looking at it as if there is a cosmic game master or or creator who has put you on this path. And so understanding from the rip that there is going to be some suffering and sacrifice And if you don't believe me, think about, you know, just even your little games. I don't want to shout out any specific game. Um, I'll just go on and say, think about if you've ever played Candy Crush and Candy Crush and you guys don't at me because I've never played it. I hear tell. Seriously, I've never played it. I hear tell that uh, to move to the different levels, there are certain things that you have to keep doing to try to figure out the sequence and the and, and the steps. And this is by design, because if they can get you used to uh, suffering for and sacrificing and they can get you uh, hooked into moving through the game no matter what, they have done their job. And you guys, achievements are the same. You don't, 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 don't get it wrong. You don't think gamers started having achievement levels just because they thought it would be cool, do you? No, we walk through life trying to get to different achievement levels. It's a sense of progression. Heck, achievement levels uh, run the world with regards to status. Um, if you guys remember when I was talking a little bit about uh, understanding the wisdom of wealth, and I'm and I've been requested to do another one, so I'll be doing another one on understanding the wisdom the wisdom of wealth. Be on the lookout for that one. Uh, what I was trying to uh, say there was that we have different ways of looking at life, and for the most part, you have the the way of status, and then we have the way of uh, supplying our needs, wants, and desires. 
independent of status. And so it it is really something as when you start understanding a little bit more about uh, what we do and what our inherent drivers are, it'll help you to have a realistic chance at achieving, maintaining, and keeping things. So with these seven stages, as told by me, what I want to say is this, is that achievement, again, is only the beginning. It is the beginning of the journey. If we want to expand it, which I hope you do, understand that once you get to a new achievement level, it is simply the beginning of the next part or next phase of the journey. And with each part, it gets harder and harder to maintain your wins. Okay, so let's get started. Stage one is all about acquiring acquisition. So you go from being here to being there. This is the proverbial before and after. This is the where people are like, oh, okay. And this is why people get stumped and fooled and tricked by this first stage is because it is the most evident uh, externally that a change has been made. And it is where you are performing your first act of alchemy. And when I talk about alchemy, don't be like, oh, no. Alchemy is really about transmutation. Um, Transmutation is where you take something and you work with it to the point that you elevate it to something it could have never been by itself. That's why when most people think about alchemy, they, they use that proverbial term of turning lead into gold. Now, if you look at the periodic table and the properties of both of these uh, elements, you'll find that there is no way that lead should ever be turned into gold. And it, it, it's, it's just not feasible. But with the alchemical process, it is that process where you are able to bring something from a lower station and turn it into something of magnificence. They call it the mundane, which is the uh, everyday common to the magnificent. So that is why people get enamored with that first stage of achievement because you are transmuting. Now, remember, I said transmute instead of transform. So transformation is going to be an elevation that can be traced, explained with effort and with input. But transmutation is where you take the thing that you start with and you turn it into something completely different with a different DNA, if you will. And so think about this. If you go from uh, one weight to another, Your body is a different body because it has had to slough off a lot of extra potential energy because that's really what what fat is, if you want to think of it that way. It has had to um, use a lot of kinetic energy because science is now even showing that we we lose weight by expressing it out, breathing it out. Yeah, based on the burning and the... uh, kinetic energy, the uh, aerobic and anaerobic activities that we do, uh, but it's not the necessarily the exercise. Exercise helps us to express this out through our breathing, but that's how it's done. And so it's like you burn 
That's why they say burn fat. And if anybody out there has had the least bit of chemistry or a chemistry set, we know that burning is one of the most final ways to destroy and change something into something it was never, ever going to be on its own. Now, if you're having a hard time with that, think of um, this first level when we talk about the acquisition of of getting it. Uh, Think about if you take the ingredients of a cake and you sit them together and you mix them together, you're not going to have a cake. But if you apply that fire to that mixture, you get a cake. And no matter how you try to break that cake down, pound it down, crumble it down, those components will never be go, go back to flour, salt, eggs, sugar, uh, flavor, milk. They're never going to go back there. Okay. So that's what we're talking about when you talk about transmutation, taking something of a lower station and elevating it up in the alchemical way. And this in and of itself is flashy and it is amazing. And we get fooled by the myth of thinking that this is our achievement when this is simply the pre-work to getting to the realness of what it means to acquire and to achieve something. So that first stage is acquisition. This is where the alchemy happens. This is where you transmute something from a lower value into something of a higher value uh, permanently. So stage two is called the maintenance. And as I talked about when I was talking about this whole thing, when you, when I, uh, you know, lose weight, uh, maintenance is the first battleground because you got some more, but maintenance is the first battleground. And the first battleground is where you're trying to adjust to life in this new way. Because once you achieve the quote unquote goal that you set out to, now you have unleashed a new environment, a new way of living, a new way of being, and you must learn. And so with that, That means you go back to a base level of starting out in a new level with new rules and your body, your mind, your spirit, everything that constitutes you has only had the reference of what life was like before you acquired that first goal. So you are having to break some entrained, entrenched understandings of self to get into the realm of being able to maintain. Think of it this way. You're on a treadmill. And I don't know why I'm using all of these bodily function ones, but, you know, hopefully this will make sense to you. Think about if you're on a treadmill and your goal has been to run a um uh, your goal has been to run a 10-minute mile. Uh, that means you're you're able to run six miles an hour. Now, your walking speed is three miles. And you start working up and training up to get there. And lo and behold, you hit being able to run a complete mile in six minutes. You have achieved your goal. But that is a myth because you've only been able to hit that point. Now it's time to be able to run a six minute mile ongoing. So then you're like, okay, let's turn this treadmill on. Let's get on here and let's get going. You run that first 10 minutes and you're like, okay, all right. You get into the second 10 minutes to do the next six minute mile. You get to around the 13 minutes, three minutes into the second mile. You're like, oh, okay. 
hmm, this is this is this is hard. <laughs> this is different. You you manage to maybe make it to the 17 or even 18 minutes, and you're like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. I've got 1.8 miles. I can do this. I can do this. But now everything in you is screaming for you to stop. It's saying we can't keep up this speed. We're going to fall. This is too hard. We're breathing too hard. Our side hurts. Uh, the lactic acid is building up. Your body is screaming to you, saying, "What are you doing to us? You are breaking down muscle." faster than we can keep up. Stop, 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 stop. And what ends up happening? If you don't watch it, you will be forced to stop because your body starts railing against you because you are far outside of its known boundaries. And with maintenance, whether you want to believe it or not, whatever you are doing, it all starts in the creative, in the mental. Remember, there's a difference between your mind and your brain, just like there's a difference between your world and your earth. It's in that, it's in how we process. So, you have that maintenance and that maintenance is where the battleground is because you have got to get to the point where you keep working. You have a lot of um, failures. So you thought you had a problem getting to your achievement. Mm-mm. When you get to maintenance, that's when you really going to have to keep getting up. And this in itself is where a lot of the quote unquote suffering happens. Now, I know people have issues with that word and people want to avoid suffering um, and that's fine. If you want to call it something else, perseverance, uh, strength training, whatever you want to. But I'm going to tell you, it does not feel good. It does not. So you persevere. We'll use that instead of suffer. You persevere through and you get to the point where you can like, okay, I can do this. I can, I can run an hour at six miles. I can do six miles an hour. And you're like, okay, to the point where you even possibly hit that uh, elusive runner's high. And yes, y'all, it is real. I've hit it and it, it feels great, you know, when I can do it. But you hit that runner's high and you're like, okay, I can do this. So the next stage, so we've gone through stages one and two. Stage one, acquisition, acquiring that achievement achievement that you thought you had. Stage two is learn how to maintain it. Stage three is now growth. And what growth is, is growth allows you to do what is natural. And that is to now put a new layer on it, meaning that, okay, I got this. I, I, got, I got what it is I was trying to get and I've learned how to maintain it. So now, I got to grow more. So I got to not got to, I get to do more. And growth causes you to uh, not necessarily have to try to do more than six miles an hour, but growth would possibly be, well, let's add in some kettlebells. And instead of just working on cardio, let's let's work on that anaerobic. Let's get those muscles uh, strong in their attachments to the bones. Let's get oxygenated uh uh, life into our our muscular and skeletal structure. You know, that's true growth. Growth is getting more uh, well-rounded in what you're doing because now you have become familiar and habitual in what it takes to maintain what you acquired in step one. Step three is all about the growth and it can be exciting and fun. Because it needs to be because the gamers are out there because they know step four is coming, which is called the wall. And the wall is when you hit it hard. There is possibly a um, 
a, a, a tragedy of some sort? Have you ever been going really well and all of a sudden something happens to throw a wrench and you, you tumble back down well below step one? That could possibly be the wall you hit. Or what if that wall is something where it takes more out of you to maintain your growth? Uh, Say, for instance, now you are saddled with new responsibilities that make it hard and make you have to do a lot to be able to continue to move forward in your growth. The wall is called the new level, new devil. Because as you grow, I hope you don't think that you weren't getting to a new level. Of course you are. And so because of that, it requires more of you. So this is where we start to get into the sacrifice. And the sacrifice, the way I've been taught it and experienced it, is that that sacrifice is what keeps us connected and invested in whatever it is we're trying to achieve. I remember an old uh, black spiritual where it says, I've come too far to turn back now. That is the quintessential essence of the sacrifice. And most people, when it comes down to it, we do think of what we do as cost and investments. And so the sacrifice is the cost that you pay to get the investment of what you're hoping for. I'm going to say that one again. The sacrifice is the cost of what you pay for the investment you hope to get. So when you're hitting this wall in stage four, you are now sacrificing because you've come too far. Think about it. You have gone through three other levels and you're going to fight to to maintain and to gain. And so once you move past this new level of new devil and this sacrifice and you press forward, you hit step five, which is rare air. Now, rare air is named this because you're not going to find a lot of people. A lot of people are not going to understand where you are. If anything, they're going to tell you, what are you complaining for? You've got it better than most. And you will have just as many struggles and hurts and heartaches as anybody else, but because you have achieved a level that the average person has, and they have no sympathy. Uh Uh-uh, they have no sympathy. So rare air, you got to learn how to do it alone, how to keep your mouth shut, keep a smile on your face, because people don't have any sympathy for you because you have moved past step two, which is battlefield, all the way through step four, which is new level, new devil, to now you're in rare air. And once you get acclimated to this rare air, now mind you, you're up there with the eagles. The air is thin. It takes a larger heart, a larger body capacity, a larger ability or greater ability to maintain your systems because the air is thinner. You are prone to illusions, delusions, and a lot of mental gains when you get into rare air. So be mindful of that. But then if you if you persevere with that and you get used to the trickery of the mind and playing in higher levels with greater stakes, because the fall is greater by the time you get to stage five, stage six becomes new rules. So you the best way that I can tell you to think about this new rules, this is kind of like being hazed into a new society. Because once you move out of the aloneness and the alienation of stage five of rare air, new rules are getting you prepared because 
the, we know what's coming after that. New rules is where you learn how to move and uh, articulate and and uh, with and become adroit in how you're able to navigate the the new levels of what are what is required. This is where you get into. A lot of people like to call it the the in club, the secret societies, if you will, of people who wield a lot of accomplishment, a lot of power. They live on a higher uh, level of living. In their day, they're able to do and achieve and create uh, more than the masses behind them because you've gone through going through six levels. So once you start learning these new rules, this is kind of like initiation. Uh, then you uh, cross over the uh, into the, the you know cross over the burning sands of the new rules to prove are you really worthy are you really worth being able to handle this much power to handle um, yourself to be able to connect into your humility of uh, what this requires because by the sixth stage just because you have access to a lot of power does not mean that you have the freedom that you had at stage one to wield that power. Because the more power you have, the less you get to use of it, less you destroy people beneath you. So when you're in new rules, you're learning how to uh, relegate and understand your power and use it extremely sparingly. And when you do use it, use never more but never less. So part of your new rules of the stage six is learning how to be simple, how to return to what true achievement is to get things done in as uh, less of a, um, a disruption as possible. Because remember, you're well above rare air now. You're up in the stratosphere and what you do reverberates through society and even time. So once you graduate from level six, stage six, you move into Titan territory and Titan territory is where abundant power, abundant knowledge and the weight of all of that lives. And thus you must become a Titan, not only in your body, your mind, and your thinking, but you must become a Titan in how you think, process, strategize, move, and exist. Titans leave legacies. Titans make and break countries, movements, peoples. Titans are they have to be careful because where they tread, where one footprint is, means that they could take out an entire uh, country. Think about the big giants that you've seen on the screen. And depending on where they walk, there could be people they crush. And so that stage of Titan, ter ter excuse me, Titan territory is where achievement causes you to be reflective in everything you do because of how much power, wisdom, knowledge, and uh, the ability to have foresight that you need for everything you do. And so the myth of achievement going through these stages is that even though you achieve, you exchange it for a little less of your freedom. All right. So guess what, y'all? Yeah, my time is up. I thank you for yours. This has been Michelle Spiva, your practical priestess of wisdom with today's podcast of Wisdom Smack. 
please don't forget to like, share, subscribe. And if you there is a topic that you want me to cover, reach out. Let me know. You can find out how to contact me in the show notes. And I am going to bid you adieu. Please go back through this and make notes and let me know how it works for you. Bye. And that's going to do it for today's podcast of Wisdom Smack with Michelle Spiva. If you like this podcast, please help us get the word out. Like, comment, subscribe, and even share. And if you really like it, please help us continue to get the word out by considering using this show's link for Amazon. So when you want to go to Amazon and you do all of your general shopping, Uh, please use michellespiva.com forward slash AMZ. It's simple as that. It doesn't cost you anything extra. And this show might receive a little bit of commission that will go towards helping to further get these episodes out to you and to others. So thank you so much for listening. This has been Michelle Spiva with Wisdom Smack. Bye.